Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito and I am the creator and host of this podcast. I am joined each episode by two fabulous ladies. First, we have Lainey Edelman, our outstanding self-taught podcast producer, and I'm also joined by Kate Cook, our very enthusiastic unpaid co-host. Kate. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Louisiana Ladies. Kate, you are a little raspy. I am a little bit raspy. I think all the things are coming together. Oh. So all the things are, number one, teaching and talking all day. Oh, yes. Um, you know, I generally, anytime I sub long term, I'll get this at the beginning. So I'm surprised that now over a month into school, it's hitting me. Um but it is. And then I think really what is combining with that is cross country competitive season has started. And so, you know, I'm cheering for my girls. And then last week I stayed and watched the middle school race to cheer for my students. And the trifecta is complete with Hartley's basketball season has begun. So, um, cheering for her. I am like the obnoxious mom, all the things like I, all positive cheers, right? Like no hateration for anybody. It's all positive for Hartley and her team. Um, but I cheer loudly. I want to make sure they can hear me. Well, and you're recording a podcast once a week. And we're recording a podcast once a week, but I had a break last week. I hate that I missed recording an episode. Um, but I always say when I miss an episode that I get to listen to it like a fan. But um, Hartley got sick last week, the first one in our household to get the COVID. Oh, like, no, to officially get COVID. <laughs> to officially I'm just saying, get COVID. I think everyone's had COVID by All right, now. you know what? There's no documentation saying that Kate or Ross this Cook has valid, had COVID. <laughs> but Hartley Cook is the weak link, and um, she got it last week and was diagnosed on the day y'all were recording. Um, but she bounced back super fast. Even the day before the day she was diagnosed was her worst day. And um, she's back in action. She cheered at a football game on Sunday. Oh, sorry. She played a soccer game Saturday morning, cheered at a football game Sunday. And yesterday played the entire length of the game for her basketball game. She's the only one on her team who never subbed out. Wow. Oh. Yeah. COVID didn't get that girl down. She did not get that girl down. So we were, you know, teasing her about being the only cook in our household to get it. But, you know, she's got to like, we're very competitive with each other. Um, Ross and I, Hartley and I, Ross and Hartley, we just have a very positive competitive spirit. I hope it's positive. But anyway, so she's, you know, proven us wrong by doing all the things. You yeah. Know? So I take it because you're sitting here, you and Ross did not get COVID. We did not. We did not. We Maybe survived. Maybe had some... Um, this is... I'm just saying, you probably have antibodies because you had COVID before. Okay. Well, I do... Oh, you got that old positive blood like me. Oh, I'm A positive. Oh. I say my blood's A positive like my grades A plus. Oh. Nerd alert. But... um. <laughs> But I do also brag about having superior genes mm-hmm. um, as well. Like, cause I mean, other the raspy voice is from overuse. Knock on wood, I don't get sick very often. I don't get sick very often. So I uh, attribute that to positive genes. No, positive genes, superior genes. I, I I'm going to attribute it to uh, a positive attitude. Oh, I've been feeding my positive dog. That's what it's it is. It's all mental. I mean, I'm just going to say this and. This is going to annoy some of our listeners, but I am stubborn 
as shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whenever I had COVID in 2020, the OG COVID, I just rode my Peloton every day. Yeah. I was like, I I refuse. I refuse to let this get me down. And also, to be honest, you know, my therapist told me that, like, my definition of or, like, what I need to do to have a mental break is not watch Netflix and chill. She's mm-hmm. like, that is not you. That you will not. That That's not what you need to do. You might think that you need to do that, but you're not. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, as like Patrick said last week at Bella's Ball. Which was fabulous. Oh, wait, I need to hear about it. It looked like so much fun. I have two friends that are on the board. Shout out to Leah and Brandy. They've been working. That would be Leah and Brandy. That would I'm gonna (laughs) Kate's voice is going. She's gonna leave here, she's gonna be able to I know. Leah and Brandy, I know they've been working hard with Kim and everything, and it looks amazing. Fabulous turnout. But Patrick jokes that he uh, he said this in front of Lainey because we saw them at lunch (laughs) the next day. We both went to lunch and um, we're at the same place. And he's like, oh, yeah, we get, like, you know, we get to LaBerge and, and Missy gets out the car and she's, like, radiating. Just, like, itching <laughs> to get in there and see who she knows. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, that's my jam. I love those things. And also, this is also how I know I'm extroverted. Not just because I can go in there and talk to people. But, like, when I tell you we went to bed at, like, a, probably 11.30. That's late for me. Mm-hmm. Went to bed at 1130 and at 5 a.m. I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed about all the people that I saw and who I get to follow up with and who I make connections with for, like, I feel like an introvert would need to recharge. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I actually need to recharge. I just, you know, sometimes I don't. Yeah. But it also gives you energy. Totally gives me energy. It's totally yeah. my jam. Oh, then you're definitely, isn't that like the definition yeah. of an extrovert? Because I always yeah. consider myself to be an extroverted introvert because I still love events. I love being social. Mm-hmm. But like, I need to go home and take a bubble bath and not talk to anybody mm-hmm. after. Same. I That's how I identify as well. And I said, <laughs> my poor husband, like, because that brings me energy. It's like, all I'm doing is talking about the event. But it was great. Got a picture with Kim. She was... She looked fabulous. I'm sure that they raised a lot of money. I mean, it was just, and it was also just really nice to have, um, I'm going to say like a normal event. Because I even feel like last year, like things were kind of getting back to normal, Mm -hmm. but there were still like some capacity restrictions. Yeah, we were still having event setbacks at this time last year. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because um, Best Dress Ball got pushed back to Mm -hmm. October, you know, last year. So Sticker Stampede was another one that got bumped. Yeah, so still still a lot of uncertainty. So yeah, yeah, that was nice. that was, I, I was digressing on something there. I know. Well, actually, and then you said something, so now I'm going to even further digress. Do it. So you said that your therapist said that Netflix and chill is not like a way that you prefer to take decompress. a mental break, decompress. That was the word I was thinking. And it's because, is it because when you're sitting down and watching something, you're thinking about what else you should be doing? Like, it's not relaxing for you. No, it's I'm not hundred percent like that. Like, I'm not a big TV person because I'm always thinking... Like, I could be doing so many more valuable things with my time. So, like, in order for me to watch a TV show, okay, so Patrick and I watch about one TV show a night. That is it. I am much, I am more of a reader or right now, you know, we're working on our following and our social media presence and all the things for the podcast. So, I'm getting, you know, that's, I really enjoy doing that. So, like, I'll pop up in my laptop. Poor Lainey sometimes comes in in the morning with an email with you know 12 bullet points from me I'm like, <laughs> I love it had a thought so the tv show has to be like I mean it has got to be really good okay because I do have a Netflix recommendation okay. for you perfect <laughs> we, I will say this though we are watching House of Dragons or okay. House of the House Dragon of the Dragon, yeah. 
And I feel like you're, I feel like I sound like such an old person. I'm like, it's Butcher, a name of a show. Have you watched it? Well, so y'all always hated on me. Not hated, but I never watched Game of Thrones oh, yeah. because I, I felt like I was too far behind. But so I finally started watching it. And then I've been watching that a little bit as well. Okay, yeah, no, I so all of the game Game of Thrones for some reason it just catches my attention, and I'm not thinking about what I'm not ready for the show to be over. There are a couple of shows that were like that. Okay, I, I've said this on a podcast before. I miss Shit's Creek. So I love Shit's Creek. Do you not? That show is so special to me. That like when I say so good. those are my friends, and I truly believe it. They are, and they would be. They would be. And your look, friends. that is my perfect kind of relaxing show because That's they're her. like 20, twenty minutes. They're funny. You don't mm-hmm. have to think about anything. You don't even have to pay that close attention. No. To, for the next one to make sense. Um, like, that's the perfect so layout. We we finished it probably, like, six months ago, which, you know, we were behind. Patrick was like, you're not going to like it. It's kind of, like, silly comedy. And, like, don't get me wrong. The first season, I felt like, took a it's little goofy, while. But it's goofy, but once you... It builds. You literally yeah. fall in love with those. We were, yes. we were crying at the finale. I'm, I'm sure that I've said this Same. before. And so it's I have a few like, episodes that, honestly, the last episode of season one, when they're in that barn having the party and they're all dancing oh, together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sob. And then the other one is the one, um oh my gosh, where anyway where Patrick sings to David. Oh yeah. Um in their little The store. Simply the Best. That's why anytime I do a post about Ross, I do hashtag simply the best. And while I love Tina Turner and there is no other like Tina Turner. I uh, also the reason I do that is because he is the Patrick to my David. Yeah. Like I am David, he is Patrick and I wonder what I am. Which one I am? Um Patrick's relationship. You know, it's so funny because your Patrick is not necessarily a Patrick, but I also feel like you might be a David. I don't know. I'm very difficult. People when before I watched the show, people would tell me that they're like, "Oh, I watched this show, Shit's Creek, and the character Alexis reminds me so much of you." You? Yes, I heard it over and over and over again. So then I started watching it, and I'm like, "Man, people need to get to know me a little more because I'm not Alexis. I'm David." Like episode one, when he walks into the bathroom and holds the towel and like silently gags, I'm like. That is me. I am David. But I enjoy, if anybody thinks I'm an Alexis, I'll take that too. I love them all. I'll be anybody. I mean, seriously, I want to be their friends. But so we're going to, that's a great segue into the other topic I wanted to talk about, which is Lessons in Chemistry, which is our book club book of the month. And if you want to talk about who I am, I am that main freaking character. Okay, so you've read the whole thing. I said it. I said the summary got me. Oh, I didn't read it. I'm a horrible Louisiana lady. I didn't. um, Can you listen to it? I can. I need to. But you know, so many podcasts I love so much. Normal Gossip season, I think it's three, just started. Um, Kate, let it be known that you have gotten this entire office addicted to Normal Gossip. Mm-hmm. You already um, are an People have submitted their stories. People come up to me and they're talking about it. I'm like, I've listened to three episodes, so I'm not as far along as everybody else. Oh, my they're gosh. They're obsessed. Se- episode one of the new season is set Okay, in I'm Louisiana. a little behind because I am trying to finish an audio book, and like, that's where mm-hmm. I just have to... Yeah, hunker down. I, I gotta hunker down. I gotta finish this audio book. It's a really good book. It's about giving presentations. I think that's what talks about it. Stands. Mm-hmm. Stand like Stan Lincoln, Lincoln. Speak, speak like, like Churchill. Churchill. Yeah. Okay. So, but I, so lessons in chemistry. I cannot tell you how many times I'm like reading the book and I'm like, 
I have asked this exact same <laughs> question, right? So, so I read the synopsis a couple of episodes ago, but really it's based in like the 1960s, a female chemist, and it's still, I'm going to say it, it was a more of a man's world, mm-hmm. you know, however you want to put it. Patrick will love me for that. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she had some, she had some challenges and, you know, it was just like, she just, she literally does not take shit from people. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a true representation of what a feminist was like in the sixties because, you know, it was written in 2022, but it's like, she'll, she's like, I mean, you know, I'll be, she'll be having a conversation with like another chemist and she, They'll be like, they'll say something and she's like, I'm not really sure why as a female, you feel like you can just say that to me. And I'm like, I have thought these same things. Why <laughs> am I responsible for doing that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, we could be the same person. Yeah. Which also means I'm kind of difficult from time to time because <laughs> I, I just question these types of things. But it's really good, Kate. Yeah. No, okay. I, it, I really enjoyed the synopsis that you read, and I thought to myself, if anything's going to get me involved in a book club, it's this. I am currently a literature teacher, so all of this talk about me not reading books has got to end. Like, I need to lead by example, right? I I enjoy YA books, so, like, I'm all on board for what I have to read with my students. There's nothing wrong with YA books. No, no, they're great. And that's why, like, when I was a literature teacher two years ago... Um, we had a teacher at St. Jude that was sick, and I took her place for a semester. I loved reading Maniac McGee and Tuck Everlasting, revisiting that one. I loved it. Right now, we're in short stories, so I'm loving the short stories. Well, you know, you know don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. But, I mean, I really think that you're missing out sometimes. No, it did, it did sound good. Right now, I'm kind of burning the candle at both ends. and so You're a little. Yeah, I, yeah, I fell asleep on the thin. couch last night, marker in hand. Um, making, uh, labeling things for fun run. Um, so this is because I think that Kate Cook needs to set some boundaries, <laughs> but not boundaries with the podcast. No, no boundaries with the podcast. Y'all, this is a dream come true. I can't say it enough. I know you're on <laughs> my, my tagline is like that I'm unpaid or whatever, but it really is like a dream come true. I love podcasts so much. I love this podcast. I mean, I've been a fan from day one. You, you yeah. are truly our number one fan. How did you yes. know this? Let's talk about that. Oh, Lainey, what? I, I know. I was like, what are we going to have to talk about? And then here it is. I just wanted to point out, so my favorite thing that you just said, and I know you're actually comparing yourself to the characteristics of this character, but when you said that you feel like the main character, because I don't know if y'all are on that side of TikTok and that side of social media right now, but... I truly am, like, all about this living your life as the main character moment right now. Yes. And, like, finding those moments in your day where you were like, I am the star of the show. Like, I am the star of my life. And I feel like living that way has um, totally changed my life. Yes. And I think everybody should live like the main character. Um, Yes. I just want to let everyone know, I... This is a different Laney than the Laney well, that I hired. Can I? I'm gonna say the honest truth is that sometimes it's just hard to get a word in. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about talking. I'm no, just no, talking but, about you and your confidence well, and all these things. That yeah, you're but doing. I think a lot of that has to just come with time. But um, no, there's always little things I want to say. Sometimes yeah. it's hard because I like to listen and take things. You in do, too. And, yeah. And I have said that I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> admit that one of my biggest character flaws is listening. Yeah, I'm not a good listener. No, I feel like I'm a good listener, but I always have to stop myself from interjecting when somebody just truly needs an ear. I'm like, keep it in, Kate, keep it in, just keep listening. It's okay. You know, 
But, I just get so excited. Yeah. That's yeah. my problem. I'm like, oh, and then I kind of like, I feel like I have that tendency to become the fixer and not everybody wants the fixer. Like, that's annoying. So, yeah. You know, something really cool that um, my therapist told me, like, and this can apply to all kinds of relationships and things, but she said, like, when you're in a situation talking to somebody, like, about whatever it may be, to ask, how did she say it? Like, to ask if you need their ears, their voice, or their hands. So, like, if you need a listening ear, if you want advice, or if you just, like, need a hug. And I was like, that's such a good way to think about communication. Everyone needs to do that in their marriage as well. I have to tell Patrick, okay, I really want advice. And then there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, I don't want advice. I I know this situation is screwed up. I just need to, like, vent for a little bit. Yeah. I was totally going to also say something about the origin of the podcast. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. How did you find out about the podcast, Kate? Okay, it's hard to remember exactly, but I think you posted about it on Facebook, that you started a podcast. Yes, on your Facebook page. And I'm like, you know, ran straight to my podcast app and subscribed and listened to the first episode. And I believe I texted you. After listening to the first episode. I'm so like, sorry, that episode was on, recorded on my phone. But you know what? I think that that shows our growth. Yes. For sure. Stay humble. For sure. Yeah. And like, also, I mean, I told this to my students the other day. I'm looking for growth. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for growth. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the whole point. You don't want to peak in your first race. You know? Yeah. So I listened to it and I think I texted you. I was like, oh, that just felt like shooting the shit with Melissa. Like, I love it. And then started texting you, like, guest ideas. Yes. And then it would be really exciting when they were on, like, when Stacey Andrikane was on. That's still one of my favorite episodes. I love listening to Stacey talk. Um, You know, and all the things. And in fact, somebody, I won't say any names, but, like, before she became famous... I had an idea yes. for her to come on the podcast. And then it was just a former student that I was in awe with because of the way that she was living her life and the dreams that she accomplished. And little did I know that there was going to be a major opportunity presented to her. And the year, you know, or I guess it's probably been a year and a half since that she's been on this journey wow, she's in a different place. And she texted me the other day and hopefully will be a forthcoming podcast guest. But no, you really have the connections. Yeah, I was really, I mean, when I saw that text, I was like, it's all happening. So before you got here, I told Lainey that I kind of feel bad because, you know, you're very busy, but I don't feel that bad. Lainey goes, I know Kate has connections. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't have such a good dynamic. We do have a good dynamic. We're just friends. I know. And, you know, I do, I, I feel like I've tried a lot of things, done a lot of things. So I've met a lot of people along the way. And, you know, Missy D, you talked about in our last, I think it was our last catch up episode about like, oh, like high school wasn't that great Mm -hmm. for me. And, um, for me, that was like middle school was like not great. Um, for, I mean, middle school's not great for anybody, right? Mm -hmm. I was about to say, yeah, me too. It's really not great for anybody. It's such an awkward age. It is. Even for the popular kids, they are on the struggle bus too, is what I have come to find out, you know, in education and stuff like everybody. Middle school is just a tough time. And I went to St. Joseph's and I really, that was like a really good place for me. And then, um, when I joined a sorority, I was a Fimeo de la Shoe. That was also a place of a lot of personal growth. 
And I don't know, just like, I don't even know where I started on this tangent of going to, of like, just getting to, I know where it was, getting to a place where I can be the main character, right? Like, I'm good to like walk into a room, be like, I'm the main character in this room and I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to be confident. And I was actually talking with another teacher yesterday about when people ask a question that is like, maybe like seemingly upsetting, right? Like, um, I really love glitter. (laughs) And I have a friend, Emily, that calls me out on my use of glitter all the time. And she'll be like, oh, is that glitter biodegradable or did, does it kill the turtles? Oh. And I know, right? And I honestly will say it, it probably kills the kills turtles. The turtles but right? you know what? I it's, like it. It's my toxic trait. My toxic trait is I love glitter. Never even thought about that. But my friend Amanda hates glitter. And so we have an agreement that she will never use glitter to counteract my use of glitter and we cancel each other out. But I'm not like in the past, somebody probably would have asked me a question like this and I would have been like, ugh, like I'm annoyed and offended and hurt and all the feelings or whatever. And now I'm like, nope, you want to know if I'm killing the turtles? I guess I'm killing the turtles. Well, sorry, sorry to all my, I really, I recycle and I do all the other things, but I just love glitter so much. Okay. Okay. I'm going to interject. So here's one of the things, like I've said, like I turned 40 and like everything kind of went downhill. Like I had to have light therapy on this thing, whatever. We're not going to go into details. It's okay. I'm interested. Oh my God. It's twice a week. I'm I'm 40 going on 80. But one of the things that I will say is it's so interesting to me. And Lainey, I've said this before. Lainey is to me very mature. And like, and when I put myself in Lainey's shoes, I'm pretty sure I I was married, but I'm now I'm like, I don't remember being quite that mature. But as you get older, you just become more confident. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I forget about, just to be honest, is like I wasn't always this confident, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, there will be people here that they're going to a conference and I find out that they're nervous about it. And I'm like, well, what are you nervous about? Well, I mean, I'm going to walk into a room where I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, <laughs> we're going to have name tags. And this is a conference that you're going to get wined and dined, you know? And so, like, I just have to remember, like, not not everybody's extroverted. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband is like, he goes to the events, Patrick, and he go, but, and he likes to talk to people, but he'd be totally fine, like sitting at home with his mm-hmm. bourbon, you know? But I guess my point in that is that, and the one of the reasons why I've said the things about high school and even grade school, and I tell people that start working for me, cause I think about like people that start working for me at, at and, and meet me now in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, and I was like this. Yeah. And let me backpedal just a little bit on my high school story. Okay. I would say middle school was probably worse for me than high school. Mm-hmm. High school is where I slowly came out of my shell. Still not necessarily like I am now, but to all of my best buds from high school, those were the people I ended up getting to a really good group of friends, probably like end of sophomore year into junior year. That's where me and Patrick became friends. My best friends that I've talked about on the podcast before. So Yes, those junior and senior year to me were like some of my favorite years. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like you get to a point where you're just like ready to go to college and not have mom and dad asking you where you're going to be every yeah. second of the day. I think that's a pretty universal experience. Yeah, like, freshman year was horrible for me, I'll tell you that. Like middle school, I have horrible, okay, I don't want to say like horrible okay, memories, but like no one's, no one's cool in middle school. Yeah. Like, and you can't drive and you yeah. know, it's all up to like who's parents and all of that. And so I think that... Like, junior and senior year of high school, those are some of my favorite memories, too. Like, I think that that, 
you finally get a little bit older and can you think a little more like, logically. Yeah, and you get out of that awkward stage, and then sometimes you're working at places, so, like, you make kind of a group of friends. You know, you just get better at you have different friend groups. Meeting mm-hmm. people, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I mean. But, I mean, you know, I do want to, like, have a, like, proud of ourselves moment and, like, pat the three of us on the back because some people do still struggle with these things as adults, oh, yes. right? You know? Like... I don't know. I just feel like I can walk into any school function and like find some parents to talk to, whether it's somebody I already know, somebody from Hartley's grade or just like new parents that I want to like get to know and meet them. And, and then like tying it all back together. I think that like confidence has then led to all these connections, right? Of like, you know, former students, former runners, parents, all the, all the different things of like, I'm not afraid to say like, okay, like, you know, Stacey Andrew used to be my boss. Like, reach out to her, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's the principal of St. Joseph's. Like, mm-hmm. she's a big deal. I know. I was with the president of St. Joseph's today. Yeah. Jan Maybe Green. Jan needs to be a Louisiana lady. I, I know. To I, to she is, like, seriously one of the biggest rock stars I've ever met in my entire life. She truly life. is. Yeah. She truly is. I mean, like, what she has done over there, I'm like, I... Maybe I could come. Can I come teach here part time just to like hang out in this teacher's lounge that y'all free time? And it looks really nice. Her vision is outstanding. That's it. She has a vision and she, she's strategic. So mm-hmm. I'd like to let our listeners know we are becoming strategic and intentional <laughs> with the podcast. Remember when we used to say we had no agenda? I kind of feel like we have an agenda. We now. have yeah. an agenda. And things are happening, guys. Things are happening. It's all happening. Things are it's in the in the words of Kate, it's all happening. It's that, all happening. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> so also put this out in the universe for of course, I could fall flat on my face, you know. But you never know. You know, I told Lane, I said, go big or go home. you got to take some risks. Yeah. But, like, in my head, I'm already envisioning, like, whenever we, like, you know, make it big in the podcast world. And maybe just a local, in the local world. I'm mm-hmm. good with that. Local But even, like, a local interview or something. Like, right. Yeah. When we make it big. And it's like, well, how did you do that? But it's taken two years for us to get to that. ourselves. Yes, and I do. think that that will take you very far. Yeah. You, sure. Lainey, you believed in me. Oh, so should we quote what what Jim from Estiza oh. said? Oh, yes, you can if you want. So ran into Jim, and he is going to be a podcast sponsor. Love shout it. Shout out Jim. And shout out Jim. And I ran into him at Laney. Laney did that reach out because Laney used to work over at Mestizos. Mm-hmm. Jim was a past podcast guest, so great, and he. I remember when he came in. Oh, my God. It was the day that he had that horrible flood. flood And he's like, you know, I called Gino at Gino's and was like, here we go again, you know. And he was just like, we're going to be open by the end of the week. Like, super chill. So, I thanked him when I saw him at Bella's Ball because he was a vendor. And he was like, you know, when Lainey reached out to me, I said, if she believes in it, I believe in it. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. She is a future leader in this community, and I knew that from the moment I met her, and I will do whatever I need to do to help her. Does that bring a tear to your eye? Because it does for me. I texted at, like, 1045 that night. Okay, not not good boundaries, probably. No, no, Lainey texted me and was like, make sure you take a picture of Melissa, because I'm really bad about taking pictures, and we're working on social media um, for the firm. I was like, aw. Like, I almost teared up. It was very, very sweet. Yes. I know. I almost teared up. I was like, I know she's like that for me, Joe. You know? But I just think it's so cool. Like, I've said this before on the podcast. That's what that's one of the things I like about Baton Rouge. You know? Yes. It's just local. And, I mean, y'all, it's fall, y'all. Okay? It's not it's, 95 degrees. I know. I wear my sweater today. I, know. I feel Your a little bit extra. adorable. But, uh, I, I definitely wear a sweater today. today. But, I'm no, really. it is really interesting because I'm not even from here. 
And I feel like there's, I've already made a lot of connections in this community here. And so, I mean, it's crazy how much people in Baton Rouge really just want to support and help each other out. Yes, that is, that's one of the that's things. That's true. Yes, that is it very is true. very true. And I say that all the time because I do have friends who have moved away since high school and college. And sometimes they kind of, you know, may turn their noses up and be like, oh, I don't want to run into people from high school when I'm, you know, at Albertsons or whatever. And I'm like, I do. I do. I want to run into them. We had our 20-year, so we had a pre-reunion last summer. Um, it was kind of unofficial because we talked about there were still surges last year, right? Like, SJA was like, maybe wait until next year. But we had an unofficial reunion. It was so much fun. And then this summer was the real one. I went to both. I want to see the people. I want to do the things, take the pictures, you know. I just, I don't know. I, I love running into people. Even if I don't have makeup on, even if whatever, I love running into my students. Now, like, you know, my current students and their families, I like running into them. Ran into a mom in line at Albertsons. We talked through the whole checkout. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you really do run into somewhere, especially when you teach. I tell people that too. Like, just teaching alone for those four years, I mean, like, just that alone, mm-hmm. you know, it has really, um, you meet a lot of people yeah. when, when you do that. But yeah. I feel like I never know who I'm going to run into, whether it's from college or my sorority or Mestizo. I met a lot of people working here and having the podcast. Like, you really never know who you're going to run into. And it kind of makes you feel special when people come up to you and talk or call you out yeah. or whatever. I feel yeah. like when people meet Lainey in person and they know about the podcast, they're really excited that they get to meet her in person. Yes. I'm like, this is yes. Lainey, our producer. They're like, you're Lainey? Cause I like, guess that is true. Like, I, I correspond with all of our guests um, on email and stuff. And so it's so funny when they come in. They're like, I've heard you, but I haven't met you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, they've been emailing. And, like, sometimes, you know, people will say, people are very willing to come on this podcast. And I, I know everybody's busy. And so I can tell sometimes the guest is just, like, coming in on two wheels and yeah. hadn't really had time. I'm like, I'm Melissa. And they're like, oh, so you're Lainey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. So, anyway. But that's that's kind of the yeah. gist of that. Yeah. What else, Kate? I feel like every time we have a guest on... I cut you off and, you know. I know. I don't know. So, and I do have to say, I mean, hopefully by the time this episode drops, I still actually have more things from Paige's interview to post in stories because I, um, you know, was on Labor Day walking around my house, doing chores, listening to the podcast, posting stories of all her recommendations. And I got to where she gave us kind of her top five. Oh, and yeah. I, I was like, okay, Kate, you're doing too many things at once. You're not, you know. And so I need to go back. So more, hopefully I get my act together before this drops. So we'll see. So <laughs> can I not tell you, I've gotten compliments on my makeup since I met with Paige. I bet. I bet. I mean, it's, it's like, that was a little life changing. I don't think, no, she necessarily realizes that. And um, the beauty blender that she recommends, I used another one last week because I just was like, I had it in my drawer. The one she recommends is far superior. Yeah, it's not the expensive. I use the real techniques. Yes. It, it's it's it, cheap. It is crazy the difference mm-hmm. that that particular beauty blender makes when you put your foundation on. Like, yeah. I put it on, I'm like, man, my skin looks amazing. Yeah. I'm also using Bareface products. I have, yeah. a, I have a whole new... Let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole new um, regimen for um, skincare. Skincare. Thank you, Lainey. Words have been hard. Um, and I feel like I finally found the close to the perfect combination. 
Yeah. Yeah. Does everybody want to know what it is? Yes. Yeah. And so my morning routine is super duper simple because I always, no matter what I do, I always feel like I'm rushed in the morning. Mm -hmm. First off, what's your skin type? So that if people want oh. to go out and buy these products, they kind of know what they're working with. Thank you, Lainey. A little bit of backstory on my skin really quick, though. I did take Accutane in high school. So when I was in high school, oily skin, very acne prone. No longer acne prone. No longer oily. I would say, I wouldn't say I'm dry. I'd say, but I'm normal to dry now. Mm -hmm. I would not, I don't really have the oil. Okay. I also have a very, for those that have seen pictures of me or talk to me when I get excited, I do, I'm pretty sure I have rosacea, so I have a red undertone. We got I that. Think you got, and I are yeah. probably kind of similar. Yeah. That was such a good description. Well, thank you. That was okay. so, yeah, I that just that constantly was, validated me. <laughs> that's hey, really good. She's really my co-host <laughs> to make me feel better. Okay. I, that's what I'm here for. I'm your cheerleader. So anyway, so I researched Jordan Harper. I do not know her. She is an Insta like I don't think she's an influencer. I think she's first started a product line, and then you know I feel like I always say people are influencers, but. Most people on Instagram that are influencers have a blog or a product line or they were health coach and they're using Instagram to promote this. I, I do believe she actually, um, just she, again, she has no idea who I am, but she got, she has two little girls and then she got pregnant with twins and she posted this really cute reel about when they were like, you are going to have twins. And I was, and, but anyway, they're adorable. Um, but bare face is not cheap. And I have been like, oh man, like, do I do this? You know, so uh, the three products I'm using from Bareface now, in the morning, I use this product called Overachiever because the description of Overachiever is on the, is like exactly what I am trying to achieve, as stupid as that sounds. Like, smoother skin, um, smoothing out your lines, reduce redness, overall, just like, like you can just almost like when you put it on your, you can just tell it, it's a serum. Okay. And then I still like the Jean Marini. I still have some of that when my cousin Paige was um, selling it, the Jean Marini uh, daytime moisturizer. But I do like, I really do like the Tula daytime moisturizer. It's got these little beads in it. I don't know. You kind of get a little bit of a glow. Okay. So that's, that's morning. And then I use that NARS radiant primer that Paige mm -hmm. recommended that feels like silk on your face. Highly recommend it. Okay. So that's, and then I put on my makeup and have fun with it now. Thanks, yeah. Paige. But at night, I, I love washing my face at night. I love it. I, I love the way it feels. Some people are like, I can't make myself wash my face. That's because they haven't found a I good routine. I can't do that. I cannot go to sleep with anything on my face. Like, I was that girl in college where I was, like, in the shower at 3 a.m. drunk because, <laughs> like, I can't go to bed dirty. Yeah, no, you know I did that though? I used to actually sell Mary Kay, which Mary Kay is a great line of products. And so like when I was in college, I, I did it. And that really, because of that, and because I went, what's funny is Belasia, I'm pretty sure, sold Mary Kay or her mom did. And I pretty, like, feel like we, you know, ran into each other at that point. But um, that really is what taught me to clean my face. And that, I don't know why, but it, they were good products and like, it's kind of fun. They're fun to use. So now, um, I don't really use Mary Kay anymore, but I still would recommend them because I do feel like they're high quality products for, for a very reasonable, reasonable price. Um, and every once in a while I go back, I feel like your skin gets used to certain products and you got to change it up. Kind of like your hair. Okay. So my nighttime routine is quite a process, but I love it. So I use the it cosmetics, uh, balm cleansing balm to take off my makeup. I use a balm. Love me a balm. Okay. I, I, I need to, it sounds like it's the balm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Nerd alert number two. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, uh, just 
I need to work on my skincare routine as 40 is coming for me in a couple of months. And, you know, now is the time to get serious about skincare. It really was at 25 because that's when your skin begins to lose elasticity. But it's taken me. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> it's, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio and now. I know. <laughs> it's gosh. a tough time to be 26. So I need to, but it's taken me 15 years to be like, okay, okay. I mean, I literally, I cannot have more, um, like, estheticians and things tell me that, like, they don't support proactive, and I'm still a proactive girl. (laughs) Well, okay. I use the proactive face wash at night, use the, you know, whatever it's, you know, called portrait. I do still have, like, well, I have stress acne on my neck, as you can see. Um, And then I know I had one of my students try to point out one of my pimples. I'm like, yeah, I have an old acne. What are you going to do about it? Um, So I get pimples and stuff, but, um, you know, but a lot of it is these little ones from stress. Um, Probably hormonal acne, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I really don't... I mean, I went on Accutane, pretty sure it's why I have Crohn's disease, but the limitations <laughs> were so up. I looked into it. Yeah. I knew it really is oh, crazy. Gosh. I had yeah. a, I had a cross country runner with some pretty significant health issues. Yeah. So I'm not recommend. This is yeah. not a recommendation for Accutane. I'm just telling you, it definitely. I mean, did it was supposed to do clear up my skin. <laughs> so okay. So now my nighttime routine. So I use that balm, and then I do a double wash, and I use the Revision Skincare Papaya Wash. I'm trying so hard not to I make mean, no, Kate, noise, you know y'all. The rules. I, know, I know. I'm sorry, and y'all, that was definitely a gulp. Are y'all hearing my gulps? No, I didn't hear them. <laughs> okay, because I can hear them in my ears, but maybe it's because it's my throat. <laughs> okay. okay, can we tell me? Can we tell them what you gave me and why? I maybe I'm a little extra. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, Kate is drinking a white claw. And she looked like she needed to calm down when she came in. And it and might have recorded. We video. may have overcorrected, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That Honestly. should have been on video. That, that, <laughs> what she just did right there. Okay. Hold on, Kate. We're going to focus. Okay. We're going to get We're through focused. this. Okay. okay. So, Balm, the Revision Skincare, which also I get from Bare Face. It's uh, a face wash. Okay. I'm a double cleanser. Very big fan of a double cleanser. If somebody is an esthetician and they're telling me not to do it, please let me know because I've been doing this for years. I double cleanse. I, I just... I do the balm to take off my makeup and then I do my cleanser to wash my skin. Okay. Now, depending on the day... The next step alternates, okay? Are you a skin cycler? Ooh, well, I don't know. You tell no. me after I go over this. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I really like, and I feel like I'm going to butcher this name. It's Thayer's, T-H-A-Y-E-R-S. It's mm-hmm. like a witch hazel yeah. or like a toner. What? Nothing. It's bad. Why? Bad for the environment. No, it's bad for your skin. No, it's uh-huh. not bad for my skin. It's amazing for my skin. <laughs> well, you know, you do you. If it's working for you, that's great. <laughs> What's bad about it? It's like, isn't it like straight alcohol? It's witch hazel, which is good for you. I feel like I've, I think if it works for you, then it works for you. It's not, it's it. not a, I feel like I've read some it's, bad stuff about it. Oh, really? Oh my God. I love no, it. If it, if it, yeah, it works for you, you So it. I feel like it actually calms my skin down. Oh. I don't know if it's the, I, I don't think it's an astringent. I'll have to look. Oh. Okay. I might be, it's, okay, first of all, it doesn't feel harsh on my skin. That's good. It's just a toner to me. Okay. Uh, whatever the shit she's using is way worse. Anyway, so I'll use that. Followed by the barefaced vitamin C, which is, oh no, I think it's called liquid gold, and it does feel like liquid gold, just mm-hmm. to let you know. And then I follow that up with I saw some of this Jane Marini like brightening serum, and I really like it. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I run out of that. Uh, follow that with the hydration serum from Rodan and Fields. 
I have tried so many hydration serums. This one is by far the best. Take my word for it. I've tried them all. It is pricey. All of these are pretty pricey, just to let you know. Moving down the line, um, I will then use the It Cosmetics Retinol Serum, followed by the It Cosmetics, uh, they have like a nighttime lotion, and it's amazing. Do you do all these things every night? I do that. Okay, so that's every other night. Okay. Then the other nights, instead of using the toner that I was talking about, I use a bare face called Glow Peel Pad. And I will say, that can be kind of harsh on your skin. So she tells you, if you're going to use this, don't use it every night until like you build up pad. a tolerance. If you build up a tolerance. And do not use it with anything like a brightening serum or a retinol. Like, let it do its thing. So that night, I, I remove a couple of my serums. But yes, and when I when I do this at night... And in fact, Kate, since you're on, are you on Marco Polo? Do you still Marco Polo? So I was a really big Marco Polo. My friends and I started, my high school friends and I, um, we started doing it. I want to say it was like literally like 2018. Um, and we, the trend, I feel like, yeah, we, maybe I was behind. Maybe I, I, wasn't, yeah. I don't know. I felt like we discovered it, but we were Marco Poloing a ton. And then I really slowed down. Um, when I took that first long-term subbing gig and I get out of school cause I couldn't Marco Polo during the day. It's just too busy and stuff. And I get out of school and it's like, you have 47 Miss Polos oh, and I'm, I get stressed and yeah. And I just, once I fell off, then like the group kind of fell off and then we have a group text and it, it brought back to that. But Marco Polo was great back in the day. I was just going to say, I've been Marco Polo to yeah. like my dewy skin after I clean it. I was going to say, your skin looks awesome. It looks good. Yeah. It's very smooth. It's worth all this work, for sure. But to me... It's it's self-care. It's self-care. It's yeah. I don't know why. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. now, don't get me wrong. It's like... That's like a 10-minute ordeal at night. Okay. Yeah. But I love my night routine. Like, I do, That's too. where I the feel like I'm... My introverted self is that, like... That's that is recharge. what makes me feel good. So the only problem with the night routine is like I actually like to do that right when I get home. As weird as that sounds, I like I just want to like take my makeup off. Mm-hmm. I want to take my bra off. I want to take everything off. I don't yeah. want to have anything. Best on. part of the day. And so then I'm like, I know, like who did a man create a bra? I feel like it was created. It was invented <laughs> by a man. Absolutely, because there's no way a woman would have created something. Quite did you just start before. singing the Jack song in your head from TikTok? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but the, the tricky part is like if I'm trying to cook dinner and like my kitchen is like right in the middle of my house and my bedroom is really far far back. So sometimes it stresses me out. It just depends on the day. Yeah. But I'm keeping help, trying to keep healthy boundaries and you know get home at a time that allows me to do my self care routine. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So. We totally digress. But one more thing. I'm going to forget to say this. See, this is what I need to be better about our checklist. I have a planner, everyone, just for this podcast. Sorry, Lainey, about the noises. Um, We will post, because some people don't listen to this right away, but I really would love to take some book suggestions from our listeners. So I tried the book clubs route. The problem with book clubs is it's one more app for me to try to keep up with, and it's a little um, clunky. So, I'll just say it like that. So, anyway, um, so we'll do a poll and stuff, but we will, um, I'm thinking we, we, I think we have a lot of readers. Yeah, I, it, I know I'm not one of them, <laughs> but I believe they're out there. You don't think we have a lot of readers? No, I'm not one of them. Maybe <laughs> not one of them. And neither, anyway, yeah, neither. Like, I told Rachel today we were running errands, and I was saying, as much as I want to be a reader and I've tried, it's not relaxing for me. Then, then, and that's the thing. It's just like... 
Okay, like running. Mm-hmm. Running yeah. is no longer my thing anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I've gone through phases. And maybe I think it totally depends on the book. Because I've had books that I just want to get in bed and read them. But sometimes I'm just like, it's a chore to get through this chapter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will push through a book. Yeah. yeah, running just because of my hips and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just, I'm seeing a physical therapist and, you know, yeah, all the things. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you have to, it has to be right. You know, what? you have to do what's right for you. Well, I think what happens is like people hear like, oh, she's a reader and she loves to read. Well, I want to be a reader and love to read. And then you just have to accept that that maybe is not your thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are all different. We are all different. We are yeah. all different. For sure. All right. So does anybody have anything exciting coming up in the next couple of weeks? Um, the entire fall is really stressing me out because oh. it's like literally something every weekend. It is, it is a busy fall. Hartley's in soccer, cheer, tumbling, and basketball right now. Oh. And then my girls, you know, cross country, it's cross country season. Um, and then I'm the chair of our fall fundraiser at school. We kick off the fun run on Friday the 16th. So, um, yeah, so it's a busy time. Lots of exciting yeah. things, you know. Um, I'm trying to, last weekend was very busy. Um, and I'm trying to, like, um, what do they say, like, lean into the skid, right? Like, I'm trying to spin it as a positive. Like, lots of fun things to do. These are all these things right. that I get to do. I get to do. Yes, I, I get to do. do. Y'all, that's literally from the positive dog. Uh-huh. I don't have to. I get to. Yeah. And I that's, like that one. yes, that's literally how I'm trying to look at uh, and, you know, the more you practice positive dog techniques, like, the easier it becomes. And so, yeah. Change a mindset. Change. It looks into, like, it starts to look like an exciting weekend and not a stressful weekend. Yes. I also heard recently, um, or just, it was a clip on TikTok from a commencement address that Shonda Rhimes gave. I don't even know when. I didn't read the caption. However, what she said really resonated with me. And she said, you know, people often ask me, like, how do you do it all? You know, and she said, I, I don't always do it all well. There are times when I'm in a late night writing and editing session when I'm not tucking my kids into bed. And there are times when I'm at a kid's, you know, birthday party or event and I'm not working on a script that's overdue. And I've really like allowed myself because I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist and I like to do all the things and do them well. And when I'm really trying my hardest um because I don't want to give myself an excuse to slack off but when I really am trying my hardest and something isn't 100% like for example I have some ungraded papers sitting on my desk right now generally I turn things around within a day I'm like you know what Kate it's okay you know that these papers are going to sit here because you have fun run kickoff on Friday and you need to prioritize that you know, and so anyway, just kind of giving myself permission every now and again to say, it's okay if I'm not good at everything all the time, you know, and if something like nobody come over to my house right now. None <laughs> of us would judge Nobody come over. <laughs> so, so here's the thing that I definitely get wrapped up in, in not a good way. And part of it's because I'm dramatic about everything, but like, and I don't know if this is maybe just human nature. <laughs> But, you know, I'll have a couple of really, really busy, stressful days where I'm, and like, I am a control freak. I will gladly admit this to people. I am a control freak. And when I feel like I lose control of my day, or I've had such a busy day, and then the next day I have 10 hours of meetings or commitments, and then the next day I have another eight, and I'm like, and all these people want things, it's very overwhelming to me. 
But one of the things that my therapist said is like, really reflect on your day mm-hmm. every day. Like if you do it at night or you can do it like the next day. And because most days aren't like that. And most times mm-hmm. aren't like that. And we're going to like, our life is going to ebb and flow where it's like, oh, we got this. And my t- like for me, it's my team's great at work. Again, just to remind everyone, I'm an owner, equity owner in a CPA firm, you know, and running a firm and running a practice and giving presentations. So there's times where like, I get here at 830, I knock out everything, I'm gone by 430 and I'll check my emails. And then there's other times I get home and I'm trying to like write down my 20 things of things mm-hmm. to do. And I'm like, Patrick, I'm going to have to get on my laptop later tonight, you know? Yeah. And I have, I know I have a tendency to focus on those days because I don't like to not be in control. But mm-hmm. what, what you said, like give yourself permission. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. Is it going to be permanent? Probably not. Is it going to some, and there's different life circumstances, like mm-hmm. a sick child, mm-hmm. sick family member, something like that, you know, but for the most part, it's pretty good. Yeah. Something you just reminded me of. I know we talked about them last year. I don't even think we talked about them this year, but my word of the year for 2022 was gratitude. Um, and I, I just think there's so much power that comes from reflection like that. I do too. And really, I mean, like, I'm really big into like manifesting and stuff. And I think that so much of everything in our daily lives is so mental and that like, it kind of goes back to your positive dog. Like <laughs> if you have a good outlook, like, good things will continue to come your way. But if you start thinking negatively, like, that's literally mm-hmm. not going to help you at all. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I do think there's other mechanisms to cope with, like, to, okay, like, Kate, your schedule right now. Like, if it was me, I'd have to, like, literally plan out a lot of things. I'm a planner. <laughs> that's but where boundaries come That's, where, that's yeah. your boundaries and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was – um, I, you're, you're right. And sometimes – my hectic days, and I'm sure your hectic days, we're recording a podcast that day. Mm-hmm. But then if you think about it, like, do we ever record a podcast and we leave and we're like, God, that was miserable. No. And, and that's a get-to kind of. That's, a that's like, whenever I see a podcast on my calendar, I get so excited. I'm like, whether it's a busy day or whether, even if it's a day that I haven't had that much to do, I'm either thinking, awesome, like, this is something that I get to do that will kind of fill up my day, or, thank goodness we have a podcast, like, that gives me a little bit of a mental break and yeah, it leaves me feeling so refreshed for sure. Definitely. So we'll end on that note of how grateful we are. So Kate, why don't you say something you're grateful about? Okay. Well, okay. First of all, I'm grateful for the two of you and this opportunity. You know, I, I love that you'll do like a word of the year. I need to work on identifying a word of the year, but okay, I, we'll, we'll do that. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I'll work on that. Um, but anyway, definitely grateful for the two of you and this opportunity because you definitely didn't have to extend it to me. I don't work at Falcon Winkler. <laughs> I'm the outsider. And um, I'm like, you don't. <laughs> so I love it. Like I said, you could have just kept bringing me on every now and again, you know, to fill in, but, um, and it could have been, you know, like you could have you could have been the only main character here, yes. right? And so, yeah, tons of gratitude for the two of you. Okay, Lainey, what are you grateful for? Well, kind of the same thing. I'm definitely grateful for this podcast and this opportunity. Uh, we have a lot of really exciting stuff in the works right now for this podcast. I mean, I really count. think that, like, we're about to take off. We got some momentum. And <laughs> it's really exciting because... Not that I wasn't proud of it by any means, but I used to not really talk about the podcast a lot in my personal life, and now it's something that it seems like every week lately there's been a lot of really exciting development that like I get to go home and declare to my people this is a really awesome thing, and they're always like, 
you do that at work? I'm like, yeah. Like, isn't that so exciting that I get to spend a couple hours of my day or a couple hours of my week doing something so exciting? In pure female fashion, we have all just, like, not, I was going to say undermined, but that is absolutely not the right word. But, you know, we haven't. I kind of would forget about it too. I told Lainey that, and then every once in a while it would come up, and people were like, "When did you start it?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, now it's almost two years old." And they're like, "You've been doing a podcast for two years, and I didn't know." I'm like, "Yeah," and I don't, and so now Lainey and I, we are invested, and Kate mm-hmm. is invested, and part of that is because we we have had when you look at our list of guests, like it is a phenomenal, and we need list. to be proud of that. And I think a lot of it for me personally is that I mean I've grown a lot as a person over the past two years that we've done this podcast. But when we first started, I was 21 and so, or 22. And I was thinking, okay, like these guests don't really mean anything to like my age group or my friends, but the longer I'm in Baton Rouge, I'm like, okay, we have, honestly, I've learned something from every single guest that's come on this show. So can my friends, so can my people. Like, I need to extend it to my demographic as well. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm trying to be better about sharing so it. I say, sharing it on my don't, stuff. We can't discredit what we're doing here. Like, um, a lot of, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, so, mm-hmm. sometimes we have a guest come in and they are, they're like, I'm a little nervous, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's the least nervous thing you need to be yeah. about. But I think it's a really good thing. And, you know, clearly I'm grateful for both of y'all. And I mean... The support, I mean, podcast would be a podcast without Lainey. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, y'all get, people can ask me questions all you want. I literally like put on this headset. She has done the research. Lainey books the vast majority of our guests. I'm worried I'm going to book it on a day she's on vacation. So I'm like, you just do it so I don't, you know, mess something up. You, and Lainey. Truthfully, I think part of it too, and part of your growth is you're reaching out to people you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right, and yeah. and now you're like she's comfortable with. Now it. I'm like, oh, I'll ask anybody to come. She'll on. ask yeah. anyone. Like I'll meet people like outside of the office. I'm like, you should come on my podcast. Well, it's not really my podcast, but you should come on this podcast. <laughs> give me your podcast. Yes, yeah. uh, your podcast. So, but yeah. yeah, so we've got some good things. So. We got some good things in the pipeline, you know. And um, again, just continuing to connect guests. I've said this before. Uh, Instagram is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us in terms of if you would like to be on or if you have a suggestion for a guest. Yeah, please send us all of your suggestions. All of your suggestions. We write them down. I have a little planner now, and we, we, we're we pretty good. We're pretty good. When somebody suggests a guest, we're, we're pretty good about making sure we reach out. Um, I'm going to end with another thing that I'm very grateful for, and that is that our vet called us yesterday with Pepper's biopsy results, and he knew – okay, just put – he knew that the tumor was malignant, by the way. He knew there were cancerous cells in there. But what he said is that we got the best results that we possibly could, that it was level one cancer. And I am so, like, of course, nobody can be 100% positive. Mm-hmm. He's like, but there is no cancer in her body right now. There's awesome. nothing that's, that makes me believe that there's she has any cancer. We're going to have to just monitor it, you know. And I just, like, look at that little dog sometimes, and I'm like, you have a better attitude than I do. Yeah. I mean, she's just like. Positive dog. Yeah, positive dog. Yes, the positive dog, Pepper. So um, I did have a few people ask me about Pepper because they had heard it on the podcast. I realized that as well, that when I listened back that we told everybody about Pepper's procedure, but failed to follow. Right, right. Well, it took two weeks to get get the biopsy results. 
But I took her to the vet uh, this past weekend. So by the time this comes out, it'll be, it'll be about a week. And he was like, wow, I mean, she's just, like, healed really good. And I was like, oh, Pepper, you little overachiever, you. Aww. I mean, she's 13. She's tired and getting a little bit older, and she can't go for, like, a mile walk or anything. But I take them walking in the morning, and she just, you know, prances around. So yeah. appreciate everybody's well wishes for my little puppy dog, yes. you know. So. Aww. All right, ladies. Well, we are going to wrap this up. Yeah. And Kate. Thanks for coming in again. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening, for sharing our posts, for following, for doing all of the things. We have definitely, I think I said a year ago, I wanted a thousand followers on Instagram. We don't quite have a thousand, but we're we're finally like actually taking actionable steps. We are taking actionable steps. Okay, also a proud of myself moment, please, for myself. Well, Melissa is killing the Instagram game. I just want to let people know a lot of those stories on Instagram are what I created. I was so proud of myself. By the time this comes out, people are going to be like, I don't know what story you're talking about. (laughs) When I shared the easy margarita recipe. Yes. I I I changed the background. I did like my finger swipe and I did, I like Googled all of that. I'm not going to lie. It was cute. And I was like, this kind of looks professional. Yeah. I was impressed. Thank you. But (laughs) we're doing this. We're going to be posting more content. And, you know, I think that we've. We've built our confidence yeah. in social media. I've said that before. And confident. let us know what you'll want to see because yes. ultimately our fans, our listeners are who drives our content. So yes. y'all got any suggestions, let us know. All right, guys. Well, we hope that when this comes out and when you're listening to it, you possibly are taking a walk in cooler weather. Yeah. And we hope everyone has a great week. See you next week. Bye.